This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome back to the Betting Weekly Podcast, the English Premier League soccer podcast brought to you by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simeon, and I'm delighted to be joined by the main man once again, Mr. Nigel Seeley. How are you, sir? Very well, Harry. Long time no speak, couple of weeks off. Um, you know, a bit of international break, a uh, bit of FA Cup football as well, which means no Premier League, but um, very excited to be back with you today and look, looking forward to a very exciting product as well on, uh, on Saturday as well, which we can, uh, we can talk about. So, yes, uh, really exciting times ahead. And it's great to have the Premier League back. Some good games in midweek and hopefully we can continue that on to the weekend. Absolutely. Lots of football to get our teeth into. As Nigel mentioned, the full round of Premier League games took place midweek. And now we've got another round of them coming up this weekend. Let's start by focusing on some of those games specifically this weekend. Let's kick off with Manchester United versus Southampton. Southampton, of course, come into this off the back of a really good result last night. Yeah, they did. Uh, beating Tottenham. Thoroughly deserved the win as well. Um, created so many chances. And Southampton are doing all right at the moment. They're quite entertaining to watch. I mean, at the start of the season, uh, Ralph Hasenhutl. What's his name? How do you pronounce his name? Ralph, Ralph Hasenhutl. There you go. That's him. Ralph Hasenhutl. Ralph, Ralph to his friends. Ralph, there you go. Ralph, it's the battle of the Ralphs, isn't it? Ralph, Ralph from Man United and Ralph from, um, some, from Southampton. I think this must be the first time ever in Premier League history that two Ralphs have gone uh, head to head. I didn't know there was two Ralphs in the world, but there's two Ralphs and they're up against it in the Premier League. So um, little Ralph and big Ralph, I'm going to call them rather than their, their surnames. But, and actually uh, as well, Nigel, they worked very closely together at RB Leipzig. So this is a bit of a reunion as well. Reunion of the Ralphs. It's, could be, it's a movie name, isn't it? It's Ralph's movie Reunion. <laughs> Ralph's, yeah. Ralph's Reunion. But uh, anyway, uh, Southampton doing well. I mean, and very entertaining to watch. I mean, creating lots of goal-scoring opportunities and putting a ball in the back of the net. And that's totally the problem for Manchester United, creating so many opportunities and not putting the ball in the back of the net. The problem for Manchester United, if you look at their underlying data, they have to come good at some stage. They can't just keep creating chance after chance after chance and then drawing games 1-1. I mean, they should have put Burnley to, to bed in the first half. They should have put Middlesbrough to bed and they could have been 4-0 up at half-time. But they just can't seem to score. When you consider they've got Ronaldo in their ranks, that is an alarming concern. They haven't got that out-and-out out clinical edge at the moment. But that has to change. That has to change. And I think this game could be an entertaining watch. It's the early game in the Premier League on Saturday morning. 11 of the last 12 Southampton matches, both teams have scored. And if you look at the betting with Bet Rivers, Manchester United are minus 175, Southampton are plus 480, and the draw is plus 320. I wouldn't really, I couldn't bet, I couldn't bet Manchester United at minus 175, but I do think both teams will score here, uh, which is minus 136, and over two and a half goals is minus 141. So at the better odds and with the stats, 
you know, Manchester United do concede, but they do score. And so, um, yeah, I think both teams will score here at um, minus 136. I think we start the Premier League this week weekend with a very entertaining game. We do indeed. Uh, let's move on. Brentford take on Crystal Palace in a London derby. Uh, how do you see this one going or any thoughts on this one? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Brentford are in serious trouble. I, I, I think with Newcastle improving, Norwich improving, Burnley will get will get some results against the weaker sides. They will, and I can see that coming. Watford with a new manager now not conceding goals. Brentford are have got a big problem on their hands, and this is a massive, massive match for both sides actually, because Crystal Palace are are, are, are safe at the moment as well. They're they're one week they're brilliant, and the other week they're appalling. And they seem to be better, Crystal Palace, when they play better opposition. They went to Manchester City and won. When they play weaker opposition, teams are expected to do well. They don't seem to deliver. You know, they drew with Norwich in midweek. Um, but Brentford are a, a problem. They're, they've got a problem. And, and the problem is, is they're losing games. They've lost six on the bounce now. And the other problem is they're conceding goals. They've conceded at least two goals in all of those six defeats. And they're not scoring. Ivan Tony was their top goal scorer in the championship. Everybody expected him to deliver the goods in the Premier League. And talking about him being an England international, but he could be the new Mitrovic. He could be the guy who gets 40 goals in the championship, but gets six in the Premier League. The gap may be too much for him. And obviously he's got problems in his personal life where he, the video leak where he, he was um, critical of, of Brentford Football Club, the team that pays wages. That didn't go down well at all. And Brentford need him back scoring goals and they need something quick. I'm quite surprised that Palace are not the favourites for this game. I mean, if you look at Rivers, they're plus 163 Brentford, plus 195 Palace and plus 210 the draw. I would make Palace marginal favourites. But the reason why I wouldn't pull the trigger on it is because I think the draw here could be a real contender because Brentford just need to stop the rot. They need to stop conceding goals and they need to, to, to stop losing. And the game plan may be to just go a little bit, you know, hold the shackles a little bit. Don't go all out like they have done in their previous home games. And for Palace, a draw is a good result. It's another point towards safety. So that is a concern for me. Plus 210, the draw does sort of look an obvious play. But I think with the value at Palace, we've got to bet Palace. But I don't want to bet them in the 90-minute market because of that draw factor. I'd rather bet Palace at evens on the draw no bet, which if it's a draw, you get your money back. Because I think Brentford are underpriced for this game. I, I, I want to take Brentford on. They'd be the team I want to take on in the Premier League this weekend because I think they've got serious problems. And if you think they're going to get get beat here and result in, you know, Newcastle win at the weekend or, or you know, a, a team at the bottom suddenly get a, get a winner, you want to get that plus 550 now on the, on Brentford for relegation. If they go seven uh, losses on the trot, then they'll really start to worry. Uh, I think it's going to be a very, very tricky second half or last third of the season for Brentford. I really do. Indeed. Worrying times for Thomas Frank's side. Let's move on to Everton versus Leeds. Leeds were involved in a thrilling game last night against Aston Villa. Everton uh, hoping to uh, pick up after a really disappointing performance at Newcastle the other night. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, Bielsa at Leeds, the manager at Leeds, just, just you know, he's been decimated by injuries. And then he's produced a brilliant performance to go to West Ham and, and whip, score three goals and win 3-2. And West Ham were fourth in the Premier League at the time. And he went to Aston Villa yesterday with Stephen Gerrard, a young rookie uh, manager, very similar to Frank Lampard. And, and really, he schooled him, really, when you think about it. I mean, the, the league side was, was a weak team and they went to a, a very, very young and confident Villa. And they played them toe-to-toe. It was a, it was a, it was a brilliant match. 
Um, I, Everton, to me, against Newcastle were dreadful. Uh, Newcastle thoroughly deserved the, the win, 3-1. They could have scored four or five. And Frank Lampard has got big problems on his hands here. I mean, the one thing that may save Everton this season is the FA Cup. They're in the FA Cup. They, they've got a good run in the FA Cup. They do okay in the FA Cup. They get to the semi-finals of the FA Cup or maybe the FA Cup final if the draw is favourable to them. That might, the Everton, that might gloss over, which is what is turning into be a terrible, terrible season. Uh, on the betting, there's not really much screaming out to me in the match. Uh, plus 115 Everton, plus 230 uh, Leeds, but plus 265 the tie. But again, it's a, the goal angle. I mean, both teams to score here is understandably very low odds. It's minus 182. I couldn't bet anything at minus 182 on that market. But over two and a half goals is minus 150. And even if you want to go over three and a half goals, that's plus 170 with Bet Rivers. And they're the kind of bets I quite like here. At a big, big odds. Let's go for like a 2-2 draw at 11 or even a 3-3 draw again at 34 because that's the kind of game I see here. I see a, a very similar scam we saw against Aston Villa. I think Leeds, Villa and Everton are all very similar in the way they are. And uh, they like to play football in a good way. And I expect this to be an entertaining watch. I think goals are definitely on the menu. You mentioned this next team earlier on, just briefly, Watford currently under the management of Roy Hodgson. And they welcome Brighton to Vicarage Road at the weekend. Is this going to be Roy Hodgson's first win? How, how do you see this one panning out? What I mentioned Everton v Leeds as the, the game I expect goals, and I, a couple of games we said about you know we expect goals in Manchester United Southampton. This is the game where it just all changes; it, it, it goes completely against us. Uh, Roy Hodgson is a very pragmatic manager. He's very dull in his approach. Everyone says that his his performance is you know he's a, he's a good man manager. People like him and look up to him. He's he's, he's seen it and done it in the game. But his style of play is pretty boring, and it's pretty evident to see from Watford's first two matches that he's worked very hard on a defence that was conceding goals at an alarming rate. You know, the first game in charge, they drew 0-0 with Burnley. The second game in charge, they lost 1-0 to West Ham. They haven't scored in the last three. They haven't scored under Roy Hodgson, but he will turn around and say to you, well, we've only conceded one goal, um, which brighter that he was scoring three goals a game. So being a Watford fan, if you are surviving this season, it's it's going to be not entertaining for you. Um, the last... I think, it's, I think the last 11, 10, 10 of the last 11 Brighton games have been under two and a half. Sorry, 10 of the last 11 times these two have met have been under two and a half goals. So there's a history of this game. I, know, I don't like looking at historic matches to, to form an opinion on today's games. But if you look at this game, it's always a game that's been very tight. Uh, and with Brighton drawing 14 of their last 20 matches, staggering amount of draws, uh, you may look at plus 225 on the draw here and think it, it is a draw. But um, I, I think we've got to go under two and a half goals. I mean, it, it's minus 175, very, very low again. And I couldn't bet minus 175, but I would definitely look at nil-nil at seven. I look at 1-1 one, one at 540, maybe put them together or, or, or play the draw as well. But I, I think this is low scoring. And probably ending in another draw because I think Watford will be happy for a draw. And Bernie, uh, Brighton just seem to draw every time they take to the pitch at the moment. <laughs> Indeed, they do. Uh, Norwich City, they welcome Manchester City uh, to Carrow Road. Is there only one winner in this? I think there is, but I don't think it's going to be as clear cut as one's way, like four or five, that a lot of people would expect. I was very tempted to put up a play of uh, Norwich plus two and a quarter goals on the Asian handicap, which is minus 118. 
But I'd sort of shied away with that. But the same principle when I was going to bet that is, is one of the bet I would recommend here. This is the best offensive side in the Premier League in Manchester City. They're also the best defensive side in the Premier League, Manchester City. Uh, this is the best attack against the most the most feeble attack, the weakest attack. Norwich have scored the fewest goals in the Premier League. Um, and at home, they've scored the lowest amount of home goals in the Premier League. Um, I think City get the job done. Another professional performance, very similar to the job we saw last night against Brentford. They won 2-0. I would expect another 2-0, 1-0, 2-0 job. And City move on to the Champions League knockout stages with the, with the Premier League in the bag. And I think if you were looking at Norwich to win this game, let's have a look what odds they are with Betrib. Sorry, if you look at um, the price on Manchester City to win this game, they are minus 670. So you've got to put $670 on to win $100. Um, Norwich is $17 to win at home and the draw is seven. When you consider Manchester City a minus 670 for the win, but they're minus 127 to win to nil, that's the angle. Man City to win to nil. If you think Man City are going to win, I don't think they're going to concede. I think they'll win one or two nil and uh, get the job done. Or, you know, maybe even three nil, get the job done, move forward and get another three points and take another step towards the title. Fantastic. Let's uh, move on to the final game on which we're focused, which is Burnley versus Liverpool at Turf Moor. Yeah, this on Sunday, Burnley, uh, Liverpool, Liverpool, obviously, with Marle and Salah back from the African Cup of Nations. Will they play, though, those two? I'm not sure whether they might feature. They might come off the bench. Uh, Liverpool have got a great record against Burnley. I mean, five, five, seven visits since Burnley have been the Premier League side and five of them they've won to, they've, they've won to nil. So that's the angle again I'm coming at here. They're minus, four, minus 335 for the win. Burnley are plus 950 and the tie is 460. But yet... The win to nil here is plus 110. Um, Burnley did play okay against Manchester United in the 1-1 draw, but that was the first time Burnley have scored against an elite team at home. They've only played, surprisingly, they haven't played Man City at home, they haven't played Chelsea at home, but of the better teams in the Premier League, they've played Tottenham, West Ham and Arsenal, and they haven't scored in any of those games. And the only team they did score against was Manchester United. But I think Liverpool will come here Again, do a professional job. And I think they'll know what they have to do because of City's win uh, they were for. And I think they'll come here and, and win. And they could win it off the bench. I think if Mane and Salah are on the bench, they can take them off with 30 minutes to go and win it. I think we'll expect a typical performance from Burnley. They'll huff on their puff, but they won't be able to blow the Liverpool house down. And I'm going to Liverpool to win to nil here, which is at plus 110. Good stuff. Let's move on to this weekend's parlay. Nigel, we've had some... Good successes with these over the course of the season so far. What have you got for us this week? I'm going for a big one this week. 33 to 1, six fold. Six teams, 16 parley, 33 to 1. I'm going to go staff in Spain. I'm going to go for Barcelona to beat Espanyol. I think Barcelona just getting back to a little bit of um, form at the moment. I think Aubameyang going there from Arsenal is a good signing for them. I really do. And I thought he played really well in his debut. I think they will be uh, Espanyol in a derby. It's at Espanyol, but I think Barcelona will win that. In Germany, I'm going for Bayer Leverkusen to beat VfB Stuttgart. Leverkusen are on fire at the moment. They were brilliant last week against Dortmund. Uh, very, very impressive performance. Stuttgart got a relegation battle. Uh, Stuttgart are in serious trouble. They haven't. I think they haven't won in six now. And I think Leverkusen will win that. Uh, I'm going for a match in League One in England. I'm going for Accrington to beat Crewe. Accrington, uh, 
Good manager, John Coleman, knows that league inside out. Crew, no wins in five, lost the last four, haven't scored in four. And Accrington beat Oxford last week 2-0 at the Wham Stadium. And I think they'll um, they'll uh, they'll wake me up before I go-go and uh, with a win against Oxford. And I think that Accrington, Accrington will win that one. The minute you uh, mentioned the minute you mentioned the Wham Stadium, I was waiting. My brain just paused for the 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 pun. I was waiting for it, and you didn't fail to deliver. Harry, all I want all I want is my freedom. Anyway, uh, Fulham uh, next. I'm going to have a Fulham to beat Hull. Um, Mitrovic is on thirty goals for this season. Fulham have scored more goals than all the teams combined. It seems in the championship, uh, and I think Hull very poor performance last time out. And I think Fulham will win that. Manchester City to win to nil, as we've touched on, and Juventus to beat Atalanta. Now, Juventus have hit a bit of form. Atalanta are going back at an alarming rate. Now, that's the big one. That's the one that boosts this up from sort of 10 to 1 to 30 to 1. So it's it's that the Parley's a 16, plays 30.6 uh, to 1, but I'm sure Bet Rivers will boost it up to 33. So I'm going for Barcelona, Leverkusen, Accrington, Fulham, Man City. And Juventus, Man City to win to nil, though. 33 to 1. Brilliant stuff. Wonderful parlay. Uh, make sure you get it on uh, in time. If you're listening to this a little bit late, you better scramble over to the Bet Rivers app and get that placed. It's Barcelona to beat Espanyol, Bayer Leverkusen to beat Stuttgart, Accrington to beat Crew, Fulham to beat Hull, Manchester City to win to nil. Remember that part. And of course, Juventus to beat Atalanta in the Serie A. OK, that's this weekend's parlay. What about your underdog for the week, Nigel? Well, I'm staying, I'm going to go to England. I've looked around and I'm staying in England. I am going for Doncaster to beat Portsmouth at Portsmouth at a monster 7-1. to one. Now, Doncaster are languishing at the foot of League One, but their performances are getting better and better each week. Uh, they're fighting for their life at the bottom of the table. And unlike other teams in that division, they're really trying to give it a go. Their last two road matches, they went to MK Dons, who are second or third in League One, and they were a 10 to 1 underdog, and they won. And then they went to Sunderland, who they were also an 8 to 1 underdog, and they won as well. And they play a Portsmouth side who have only won once in their last seven, are 11th in the table, have absolutely nothing to play for already. And there's certain teams now that have got nothing to play for. So they're languishing in mid-table. They can't get relegated. They can't get promoted. They have got an outside chance of making the playoffs, but realistically, they know they can't make the playoffs. It's all about next season. And Doncaster, with everything to play for at 7-1, to one, I'm going to go for Doncaster at 7-1 to one as the outsider of the week to beat Portsmouth in England's League One. Brilliant. That's See, that's one I'd never have thought of. That's why you're here, Nigel. That's why you're the guy. Um, what about your play of the week overall? Lots of brilliant plays uh, throughout the course of the show so far. But what's the one that stands out for you? Well, I'm going to go with Juventus uh, in Italy. Not to win it. I'm going to go for Juventus on the draw no bet uh, market against Atalanta, which is minus 117. I mean, the last time Juventus lost was against At- Atalanta. And uh, it was 13 games ago. So they're on a 13-match unbeaten run. Uh, Atalanta are not playing anywhere near the capabilities of what they are. Juventus have obviously strengthened in the transfer window with their attacking flair they've got. Um, and I think that the market still here is overrating Atalanta and underrating Juventus. So I think Juventus 
the Atalanta Juventus on the draw no bet market is the best bet of the week this weekend. Brilliant. That's going to be a really fascinating game, that one. Really looking forward to that. Well, I like the idea of having the draw as a push. Mm. I, I just don't I don't like I don't like Atalanta this week and I don't like Atalanta at the moment. No, and, and, and you're right, they've they've really fallen off a cliff in recent weeks. Um let's let everybody know about the brilliant thing that we're starting up this weekend. It's been in the pipeline for a while, but we're finally bringing you guys a live betcast this Saturday. And we'll be keeping you across the Premier League's live fixtures that kick off here in the UK at 3pm, which is 9am Eastern, I believe, on the Bet Rivers YouTube channel. So if you are watching us on the YouTube channel... Right here on this very channel, we'll be going live around about 15, 20 minutes before kickoff and we'll be taking you through all the action. Nigel will be talking through some of the odds, some of the best plays and uh, we'll be having a bit of a laugh as well because that's always great as well. Um, anything to add on the betcast, Nigel? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's very similar to what me and you and I did uh, last season with Leeson on the betcast, but on a, a video format rather than a radio format. Uh, we'll be going live this weekend. There's only this week, week. There's only three games in the Premier League that draw on at three at three p.m. English time. I think it's ten o'clock uh, Eastern time. But obviously, there's games all around Europe. There's games in Germany. There's games in uh, in Spain. There'll be games in the lower leagues. And when goals go will happen in important matches, or we feel that Bet Rivers are out of line in their in play odds, we'll be advising you the best place to have in play where you want to go, and we'll give you the stats that are reasoning why you should be placing them with goal updates and, as you say, a few laughs along the way. And we've been previewing the games on on Sunday as well as Monday as well and looking at it. So this is start this Saturday. It'll be available on the Bet Rivers Network on their YouTube page. Uh, so you have to subscribe, get the ring notification when we're live, and that will run from now all the way through to the end of the Premier League season, which I can't wait for. Yeah, it should be great. And Nigel's right. It is 10 o'clock Eastern, not 9 o'clock Eastern. Uh, as you can see, my uh, conversions are not very good on the clocks. I've always had a problem with that, I've got to say. But uh, thank God Nigel's here so that you're not tuning in uh, an hour early and wondering where the Betcast is. That's we'll why it's important to subscribe to the Bet Rivers Network so you get exactly. that ring when we're live and you know. But it'll be, we'll be tweeting it and we'll be out. So uh, if you've got any questions uh, you want to get through to us on the bet, on the, on the, uh, the Betcast, send them through. If you've got any information, if you want to have any interaction with us, we're happy to read them out. But uh, yeah, and hopefully we'll be cheering on a, a 33 to 1 winning parlay. It'll be lovely to start the week. Brilliant indeed. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you turn the bell on so that you receive all the notifications when we drop a new show or we are live. That way you'll keep up to date and across everything. We'll be back next week with some more plays and some more leans from Nigel on the Betting Weekly podcast brought to you by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Until next time, goodbye. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. <laughs> 